regular visitors, most of whom I remembered from my childhood. But the figure standing to the left of Uncle Calvin's tombstone was one I recognized from earlier this week, not my childhood. It was the little girl from the inn, the one I had seen hiding amongst the trees. Hi, I greeted the child calmly. I didn't want to scare her away again. The little girl's eyes widened in surprise. She glanced behind her and then back to me. I couldn't figure out what she was doing. Are you lost? The little girl continued to stare at me. I took a step toward her, causing her to move backwards a step. When I got a closer look, I grimaced. I realized now what I hadn't seen, but should have, from the beginning. She wasn't a lost little girl. She was a dead little girl. She was a ghost. Crap. I glanced around the cemetery, hoping no one was in earshot. When I didn't see anyone, I turned back to the little girl. Are you from around here? The little girl still wasn't speaking. She watched me, every move, every gesture, but she didn't open her mouth and try to speak. I figured she was stunned someone had actually been able to see her. I was hopeful, when that wore off, she would try to communicate with me. I took the chance to look her over. Her skin wasn't just black, it was ebony, which was why I hadn't realized she was a ghost right away. She was dressed in a plain white dress, one that looked like it had seen better days, even when it was real. Her black hair was wild, despite the braids, and her dark eyes were bright and inquisitive, although filled with fear. Well, you're not a big talker, huh? I was going for levity. Still nothing. How about we play a game, I suggested. Hide and go seek? How about that? The little girl continued to stare at me, her hollow dark eyes searching for some answer she wasn't getting. I'll hide and you come find me, I suggested, looking toward the larger tombstones a few rows away. How does that sound? When I turned back, she was gone again. Or maybe you can hide, I muttered. I glanced around the cemetery, giving it a cursory search, but I couldn't find her. I figured, now that she knew I could see her, she would find me again. After about a half an hour of waiting, I gave up and headed toward Hypnotic. When I entered the store, I found Cloven Thistle bagging herbs at the little craft table in the corner. I just saw a ghost, I announced. Edith? Thistle didn't bother looking up. No, not Edith. It was a little girl. The little girl I saw out at the inn. It turns out she's a ghost. Clove looked up in surprise. The little black girl is a ghost? Yep. How do you know? I saw her at the cemetery. Just because she was at the cemetery, that doesn't mean she's dead. Thistle scoffed. She was floating and had no feet. Oh, Thistle shrugged. Then she's a ghost. Did she tell you what she wants? Clove asked. No, she didn't speak, I admitted. I think she's scared. I bet, Thistle said. There's a weird woman talking to ghosts in the cemetery. Who wouldn't be afraid? What were you doing in the cemetery anyway? I told them about Sam Cornell, including the fact that I was sure he had seen Edith and waited for them to respond. I expected histrionics from Clove and a string of curses from Thistle. I got neither. That's weird, Thistle said finally. Does he really think that this area can sustain a paper three times a week? That's what you find surprising? Not the fact that he could see Edith? It was bound to happen eventually, Thistle replied nonchalantly. You're not the only one with that gift. Odds are that he does what you do and just pretends that he doesn't see them when he's around other people. 
It doesn't bother you that he's suddenly in town? Should it? Thistle looked confused. He's just a numbers cruncher from the city. He'll realize soon enough that this isn't going to work and leave. I don't see any reason to freak out. I hope so, I grumbled. What's he look like? Clove asked suddenly. Why? I don't know. I was just wondering. She wants to know if he's hot. Thistle laughed. I do not. Clove looked scandalized, but her cheeks colored all the same. Thistle was right. Clove was always on the lookout for new men in the area. The pickings in Hemlock Cove were mighty slim, especially in our age group. Unfortunately, the last one she was interested in turned out to be a drug dealer from Canada. The one before him had been Brian Kelly, and no one wanted that.